Step into a world shrouded in ash and darkness. <laughs> where legends come to life and ancient powers linger. <laughs> Welcome to Adventures with Molly Gagging. We are playing Forbidden Lands. Thank you for joining us. Uh, join us as we set sail on longships and explore the unknown, uh, braving untold danger and discovering hidden treasure that lies beneath ash and snow. It was a lot better the first time, but you know, it's fine. It, it has character. <laughs> uh, we open in darkness. Time has lost meaning. You can only estimate the passing of hours by when your bellies grow hungry, your eyes feel heavy, and how much fuel remains for your cooking fire. It's become so cold that you rarely venture out from underneath the makeshift shelter of leather and fur that's stretched across the deck. It's constantly full of smoke from the fire, but burning eyes are far more comfortable than the bitter air and frozen seas outside of its protection. You wear layer upon layer of furs even while inside the shelter, and you still wonder when you'll regain feeling in your hands and feet. When you do go outside the shelter, you feel sluggish and awkward under the bundles of fur, fur that quickly begins to freeze when it's hit by a mist of sea spray. The Seabeard is currently anchored in a sheltered bay. You have just spent the night. It is the next morning. Sheltered bay, that, that is to say that the waves aren't quite so strong here, but the wind is still constant and biting. It only takes moments to chill you to the core. Uh, the weather is to the bone, so every quarter day you're going to have to make endurance checks, even with adequate protection. Being so close to land also means that you've had to deal with drift ice that's forming around you. The ice is constantly banging against the hull, lurching the ship, dragging the anchor across the seabed. It's not strong enough to damage the ship, but more than a few times the crew has had to patch the caulking between planks, and the constant rocking is enough to make even the most experienced sailor queasy. Gunk. Being able to navigate in the darkness has been vital to the safety of this journey. Recognizing your contributions, the crew has taken quite a liking to you. Uh, they're always happy to talk with you. They go out of their way to help you if they can. Uh, they even reserve a spot for you by the cooking fire since you have to spend so much time outside of the shelter. And while you all aren't out of danger yet, you can't help but be proud of your accomplishments so far on this voyage. We've heard a bit about the sadder aspects of your life, but what is something from your younger days that you're proud of? Okay, so... We've heard about how uh, Gunksworn abandoned him, and you would think that this, uh, that the, that the time after that, the immediate time after that, was a very sad and terrible time. But that is not actually the case. In fact, it was uh, it was a very formative few months for him, uh, because in that time he had the entire warren to himself, every tunnel, every cranny, every hidden vault, a veritable smorgasbord of junk and treasures, rot and goo, history, secrets. It was quite it was quite wonderful. Of course, there were times in which you know there were there were some intruders here and there, but uh, overall, I was able to eat. Gunk was able to eat what he wanted. He dressed the way I wanted, which is pretty much with rags and mud, but that is not important. Went to bed when he felt like it, not when the elders said they must go and waking up whenever he wanted. Crafted uh, uh, several devices to ward off intruders, some very humorous, very humorous, in fact. Uh, I made my own, uh, Gunk made his own friends. 
from trash and rock, little stick figures and drew little smiley faces and eyes on them and spoke with them at nauseam about theories and about about magic and spells and the Earth Mother. And and they were some of the best conversationalists that Gunk has ever uh, been able to engage with before, to be honest. It is wonderful to be the smartest one in the room constantly, over and over. And... In this time, I learned very, uh, learned very much about the furthest ones and got some and how they desired the money and coin and a, and a different kind of secrets. And because of the Earth Mother's gift, the gunk was able to exploit their weaknesses and these desires. Used all manner of awareness spells, words of the wind, true sight to eavesdrop for this spy or that criminal or this politician all that cheating husband or this cheating wife, it was actually a very lucrative time. And with that with that money, with that coin, uh, Gunk was able to uh, purchase some of the finer things, you know, some riches for himself, some treasures, the best foods, the best perfumes. And, and the Warren, despite its size, was, was honestly probably the best it has ever been. Uh, beautiful and, 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 and devoid of nonsense and, and focused on, on thinking and discussion. And, and, uh, and I, Gunk really got to learn about himself during those seven months, perhaps. Not really sure. But that is uh, the time alone. The Gunk was able to work on himself is probably the time he is most proud of learned every little thing and was able to navigate the uh, the peoples of the world. Speaking of navigation, your time at rest here reminiscing on earlier days is over and you have to go back out to the steering platform to help guide the ship as uh, the sailors man the oars and begin to pull away from this anchorage. I want the endurance roll from all of you now for the cold. How are we doing? Do we still get the bonus dice for the um, great furs? I believe, I believe the furs do still add the bonus dice, yes. Okay. Success. We've One. we've rested since the last time we played in a way. Yes, uh, you have yeah, okay. just rested, so all your okay. uh, damaged attributes should be healed. All right, I'm going to push it. I'm also going to push it. All right, I got uh, two sixes, but also took two points of uh, strength damage. Oh no! Yeah. One six and only a one on the great fur dice, so lucky. Okay. Uh, you only need one success here to not become cold. Jeff, how did you do? Uh, Gunk got to push, but I did get a success on the push. No damage, though. Okay. Zaldrin, you said you succeeded, right? Yes, I did. Yes. All right. Most of you are staying under this makeshift shelter. Uh, a few of you have to go forward, uh, Zaldrin especially, to take care of the horses. Uh, and then you all have to take turns on the oars uh, outside of the shelter. Most oars are inside the shelter, uh, but it doesn't stretch across the entire deck. Uh, and the steering platform as well uh, is raised up. And Gunk, that is where you are right now with Octa right next to you. You have decided to take the southern route. 
And Okta is not as familiar with the waters here, so he is only going to add plus one to lead the way. And there's also a soft snowfall that makes it difficult to travel, which means there's a minus one to lead the way. Um, you're still getting the plus one for uh, the seeing in the darkness, so that's a net one positive. Uh, so go ahead and roll your lead the way here as we start taking off. Okay, so I have the plus one positive, you said. Plus I get yes. a, a D8 artifact die uh, from uh, from the from Breda's Sorrow. Breda's Sorrow, yeah. Um, okay, and this is a survival, yes? Uh, yes. Okay, wait, sorry, I'm having to redo some of this. Okay, all right, and I get the plus one. All right, here we go. Holy crap, that is a terrible roll. That is the most amount of twos I have ever seen in my life. I've oh, you're rolling gotten, like me. I've got no successes. No ones either, but no successes. That was a terrible roll. Um, so you're pushing? Yes. So this is a survival. Like, uh, would, uh, would my pride apply here? I sense unnatural phenomena before anyone else. So the idea of there being these creatures, mm -hmm. and so, would that apply here, do you think, or no? Um, I'm going to say no. Uh, okay. The survival is more about guiding the ship through the ice flow, and there's quite a few icebergs as you go further south, and staying in the correct direction because you don't have stars to guide you. Uh, you can't really see the coastline. Gotcha. You are the only way for them to go the correct direction. Understood. Okay, so... Uh, going to roll. I'm going to push again. I'm going to push. Excuse me. Okay. I do have two successes. However, I did take a wits damage in the process. So two successes, but oh, the brain is starting to hurt. So we are getting three hexes here uh, from sailing. You are making good time. Okta seems a little frustrated with the whole journey so far. Uh, He's made this journey before, and it was much faster than it's been. Uh, you have to, several times you've had to uh, anchor much sooner than you would have liked, especially when those uh, sea serpents uh, were swimming about. So it's been slow going. And he tells you that it's likely still five days before you reach Orokoa, which means uh, the long night will be well over by the time you get there. But this next trip... Seems mostly uneventful. The waves are getting choppier. Uh, there's constant ice flows. Most of it is uh, a bit more slushy, so the ship can cut right through. But there's a few chunks that are hidden in there, and it just causes the ship to jerk uh, left or right. And you have to maintain your footing. You have to always make sure that you're holding on to something as well as you have both feet on the deck. Otherwise, it's a very good possibility of you just going over the edge. And in these kind of dark waters, if you go over, it's very likely they're not getting you back. But let's get another lead the way here. Okay. Uh, well, because I lost, so I'm going to lose one of my die because of the wits damage. So you go over there. Okay. All right. Same pluses and minuses. Okay. Yes, so, same. I like to think he is at the edge. He's up there looking toward, he's at the, the front of the boat and he's like, like he's got his uh, his claws, his little scrailing claws digging, digging deep 
uh, into the front bow just to make sure that he doesn't fly off. His eyes are kind of crusty with ice here and there, and it's hanging down from his. It's almost creating like a little, uh, like a little icy goatee. Uh, but he is looking. Uh, his eyes are are almost glowing sometimes in the darkness. Oh, okay, that's a lolly. Yay, that's two. Uh, that's a that's a that's a six. Uh, so on my lolly die, again, this is insane. And I got a six on the artifact die for Brita Sorrow. So there's two successes. Okay. Two successes. You're getting one more hex here. And then... Oh, I'm sorry. I put you in the wrong hex. And then... The boat begins lurching a bit more than it did before. Strangely, the water that you're looking at, Gunk, you're the only one who can really see this. Uh, the patches of ice have dark spots in them. And then one of the sailors uh, manning an oar, uh, you're actually at the front, so you would probably see this around the same time, shouts out, body, body in the water. You look down, and you see that you have started floating through us sort of ice field of frozen corpses. Uh, there's probably about a dozen of them uh, in this general area. It seems like they're staying mostly together because of all the ice around. They they don't really have the chance to drift apart. The bodies... Uh, all I of I you would hear the shout. Can I tell what kind of bodies they are? Are they, uh, they, they furless? They, are they fur? Are they, are they even They're human? furless. Uh, they seem to be mostly humanoid. Uh just from them floating, you can't really tell if there's an elf in there or not. Most okay. of them are human. They also, they, they've got that frost on uh, the, what's left of their clothing. And when you see skin, it looks frozen. It's just almost pure white. Is there any signs of wreckage uh, of debris floating in the water as well? Like maybe a shipwreck? Give me a scouting roll. Okie dokie. Oh, I'm not good at that. I'm even less good now that I'm dumb for the next day because of my wits. Oh, dear. As he's doing that, what are the three of you doing when you hear this shout? Uh, well, Mirror would be running up to would run over to sure. the side. Mm -hmm. With okay. Aldrin. I know you don't believe me, but I swear to God, I rolled two sixes. <laughs> I swear to you, I'm not lying. Jeff, I have <laughs> never actually doubted you, but I do give you a hard time about it. No, right. no, I still want a picture. Thank you. Sir, <laughs> <laughs> sure, on the other hand, needs evidence. Uh, Bacho doesn't care about the bodies, but he would run up uh, behind Gunk to protect Gunk in the event something happens. Yeah. Uh, so this is also the next quarter day. So let me get uh, endurance rolls from you all now before I forget about it. As you go out into the bitter cold air, and it instantly hits you. Your first breath just begins burning your lungs. You can almost feel them freezing inside you. On a Thank stick. you for the evidence, Jeff. Uh, I failed. And I can't push it because I would break myself on my strength because I also rolled two ones. So. <laughs> All right, so Bacho is cold. I don't need to roll because I am warm-blooded. and this. Oh, you only have to do it once... Once a day, right? Yeah. Uh, once every other roll. Every other. Okay. Uh, uh, Zaldrin, Zaldrin pushed and failed. So I lost one strength. Zaldrin is cold and as cold. well. 
Oh, I forgot to add roll an extra die because we have an extra die for, for first, the first. Right? Yep, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Let me roll that twice. Hey, never mind. I'm good. Okay. Uh, I gunk? rolled a six on my first roll. Failed, pushed, rolled a one, but not on my attribute die. So I did pass. I got one success on the push. Okay. Bacho, how is this cold hitting you harder right now? Uh, uh, the fur, the fur on my face is freezing. The the mucus in my mouth is pulling my jaws tight. My nose is filled with frost. I can't find a way to warm myself. I just want to lay down and sleep. Gunk, you said you passed that roll, right? That's what you were... Uh... I passed, yes. It, there was a long yeah. way. I got one success. I'm, I'm okay. You see another shadow in the distance. Uh, it is a little bit easier to spot because there's so much gray ice floating in this water. Uh, it appears to be in the shape of another longship. Uh, it looks as if it's been not wrecked, but stuck on a small iceberg as if uh, it ran ashore or ran on, on top of the iceberg and got lodged there. Is it, uh, uh, it, it's not too far away. It would just take about 15, 20 minutes to row over there. Is it port or starboard? Is it, uh, which, which way? Uh, it would be towards the coast, uh, so okay. starboard. Okay. Uh Okay, uh, so I will I will call out to Akta and to to uh, Zaldrin and, and the others, and I will say, I I think these poor poor people, uh, they might have uh, their boat over there, starboard, closer to shore. Uh, I know you can't see it, but it uh, it appears the the, the boat is is crashed into a, a berg. Uh, I don't know if there's any survivors from these distance. Um. Can I see any anyone moving around on there at this distance? Uh, keeping that same role, you would not see much movement. No, there, there's the rocking of the waves. Uh, it doesn't seem to be affecting that boat as much. It's affecting uh, your boat, so you have to compensate for your movement. It doesn't look as if there's any movement over there. Okay. Can uh, What range would you say this is, like in terms of the, uh, the rules of the game? the longest range. You would not be able to fire an arrow over there yet. Yes, that is, Mirin, that is exactly what I was thinking. Well, Gunk is very enthused. Mirian will probably like reach up and kind of shake the back of his uh, great fur. You, you have to remember the prophecy that Della said, though, looking down at the drowned dead bodies below. Do you remember? She said, um, uh, well, darkness chokes the land, which we're, we're, I think we're pretty dark. The living will join the drowned dead. I think we're pretty much surrounded by the drowned dead. And out of the mud, maggots will rise. Don't know that one. And will the great powers like that of scorpions, maybe? I don't know. Uh, and the agony of those stung will be such that those people will long to die, but death will elude them. So I hope those guys don't come up and kill us soon. Uh, the drowned dead will join the living. Don't like that part. Well, darkness chokes the land. I mean, I don't see any scorpions. So I didn't... Well, 
do the parasites look like scorpions? Maybe in another form? Hmm. I don't know. One moment. Um, can, can Gunk cast a spell? Is it all right? Yeah, I would like. Yeah, you've I got time. Like, I would like to reach into uh, my pockets and I will pull out. Uh, we'll pull out some some mud, and I'm going to cast uh, Farsight uh, at power level two, uh, which will let me reach across. Uh, basically, I can spy a place in the same hex as me. Uh, is how I'm reading it. If you read it differently, let me know. And I want to see if there's a. Um, if I can get a just a better look at that that boat that is crashed into the uh, into the iceberg, is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you right. let me roll. Let me roll to see. Same it. hex. You're absolutely in the same hex. Okay. Well, I mishap, unfortunately. So magical mishap. All right. Uh, let's roll that real quick. Oh boy. Uh, Oh, Go ahead and give me the D66. Oh, dear. That is not good. That is not good. 26. 26. Uh, why can't I find the page for magical mishaps here? It is fate. All right, 26. Your magic hurts your body, and you suffer one point of damage to strength. Oh, all in all, not too bad. My eyes begin to burn. Eh. Okay. But fighting through the pain, you see the the long ship lodged on this uh, iceberg is tilted towards you. So you actually have a pretty good view of the ship itself. It looks as if there's uh, several crates of trade goods on there, bundles of something. Uh, you do see a few more bodies lying on there as well. Uh, looking all the way towards the ship, you can see that there are several more bodies in the water, but the majority of them are clustered around you. Do the trade goods looks, look dry and salvageable? It very much looks like they could be salvaged. Uh, without really inspecting them, it's hard to tell, but they seem to be in one piece. So as long as they're not ruined by water, there's no reason why you couldn't. I will raise this issue to everyone, Octa included. I... They will go to waste there and spoke about how you are losing out on this. We could, could take a small detour, maybe see what we can salvage. Do the bodies look like reavers, like when they played dead before? Uh, they do not look like reavers. Reavers are wolfkin and these are humans, so okay. you feel pretty safe on that. Relative. Akka so would uh, speak up. I don't know anything about a prophecy, but I feel like we should try to save as many of these bodies to give them a proper burial if we can. I so I I'm not sure if if you heard Mirin uh, just a, a, a minute or, or two ago, but I think she said something about the drowned dead will join the living. I don't know that we want to be a part of the drowned dead joining the living. I think we want to leave the drowned dead drowned there. I agree with Zaldrin. But the prophecy says nothing about recovering uh, potentially valuable goods. It does, as long as the goods are not maggoty goods or scorpiony goods, I think 
that's probably <sighs> we just need to make sure as we're sailing the boat through them that the drowned dead can't come up and climb up and become living well I have okay uh, Gunk you can see the boat for the next while I have a long bow if we go a little bit closer you can try shooting some of them just to make sure I, I guess I could, yes, if you want me to shoot one of these these floating... Yes, yes, I want you yeah. to shoot the dead bodies, yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, I could do that, yeah, I suppose. But I don't think it is a good idea for us to uh, move the the big ship, maybe. Do we have do we have uh, uh, longboats, uh, something we could... Uh, you have a small dinghy that would uh, yes. hold about two people and a few goods... Uh, with the water being so choppy, it would be very dangerous to take it this far. You, you would definitely have to bring the long ship further, and then you could use the dinghy to transport between. I am not the captain. I am only the eyes. So I will not make this decision. We could just continue As on. As a sailor, feel safer. I don't like the idea of leaving fellow savers, sailors out here floating. It, it's odd enough that they're floating, Usually a body becomes waterlogged and it begins to sink. The fact that they're still floating is unnerving already. So we are agreed that we will say our words for them and do their best to send them along in peace, but not actually do anything else with them. Yes? Mm. It's Gwenot. I'm not going to take any extra risks. If you think it's a bad choice, I, I'm not going to push for it. Winter's claws are tearing at us. We must, we must proceed. We must go forth. Are we going to check out the ship or are we going to just sail past? Do we want to help Okta recover some funds on this trip? I say we Salvage sail past. can be valuable. We'll get equal shares. But at the same time, it if you think it's a risk. I i worry because of the prophecy and because the water is acting kind of like land below us and pushing everything up and moving us. And uh, it, this is this is very uh, scary. Mm -hmm. I mean... I do prophecies. I mean, honestly, they are like riddles. It's very hard to interpret them. The Rat King of the Warren, from where I was a young boy, said I would, uh, you know, I would die alone and I would uh, be responsible for the death of everyone around me or something like that. And that doesn't happen. So, like, I, 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 but if, no, if you don't want to go over, that is fine. I, I, I don't think we should take, I understand the, um, the, the desire to put do right by these floating things, but I think that is a bad idea, uh, personally. Uh, if we do anything, I think it is to recover the goods, or as Bacho says, just sail away. One of the two. I don't think recovering these bodies is a... There is magic afoot. Uh, there is darkness and danger, so... That is my two cents. If we end up needing those goods later, you can tell us that... There were mm -hmm. some floating for free that we could have taken. 
If Zaldrin thinks the pack should take the get the goods, we'll get the goods. Zaldrin looks around at what we have so far, and it seems to be sufficient. And um, capitalistic ends are not necessarily motivating for her. <laughs> so, like, we're already sort of helping Okta to, you know, maybe sell these furs. So, like, she's not particularly concerned. And you see Bacho is, Bacho is, sh I mean, literally shivering. And he's got icicles coming off of his fur. He's, uh, whatever the pack decides, I'll do. But the cold is, it's cold waves are calling me. And I'm so tired. Bacho. Oh, here, Bacho, me. pick me up. I can you can do that first you. and then follow me. As you wish. All right. So you are deciding to pass the ship, correct? Yes. Fair and enough. Yes. Zaldrin is going to walk Bacho in and just say, here's my secret to getting warm. And so she'll just like show you the spot that's like right between Cloud and Ven. Just like mm. right there. It's the warmest place on the ship. Thank you, Zaldrin. I'm so cold. I'm sure they're warmer on the inside, but I'll leave them be. Ben just sort of looks at Zaldrin <laughs> like you're 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 trying to do what now? <laughs> so when Bacho doesn't do him? it, Ven is just kind of like you just get a little witty from Ven. Like, eh. And these horses have a makeshift shelter of their own, and they're still they have furs piled on top of them as well. Uh, but they're also not handling the cold well. They're not very happy about this situation. But deciding to sail on, uh, you're still in the same lead the way. It's still the same quarter day, so we don't need to roll again. And you're going to be able to get two more hexes. And this will be the afternoon. So Okta is going to uh, put in an anchor. Uh, you've traveled six hexes today, which is a good distance. And there is a somewhat safe anchorage here. What do you want to do with your downtime? What does this evening look like for you? The sailors themselves are very on edge from seeing the sea serpents yesterday to literally sailing through bodies today. There are a lot of people muttering about how it's cursed, uh, about how they were foolish to even come on this voyage. How does that affect you all? Quick question. Before we get into do we need that to really quick? before we get into anything else, does okay. someone want to announce what is going to be given away Ooh. during this stream? We are giving away a copy of The Bitter Reach, a campaign setting for Forbidden Lands here. Uh, we'll be giving it away in about a half hour or so. That book right there, it's beautiful. If you enjoy playing in icy settings, you'll be able to play in your own if you want. <laughs> Thank All you. Right. Sorry, Aaron. No, no. Uh, I was just going to ask, do we need to make our endurance checks before we get into Yes, what actually, we should. Because uh, you could die here. Yeah, I know. That's why I wanted to know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, uh, Bacho's broken by the cold. 
What can you do about this? Did you pass though? No, 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 no. I uh, I could not re-roll because I got a one on my attribute dice, so I failed. So I'm broken. So I get a critical, and if I fail another check, I'm dead. Um. So I just rolled four ones out of my four dice. <gasps> I'm also broken. <gasps> oh my gosh! Oh. What? I pushed and got more ones. <laughs> hey, These rolls are doing more damage than I've ever done. Oh my gosh. Gunk is Aldrin. Good luck. Gunk. Good luck. <laughs> I mean, Gunk had to push uh, as well, succeeded, but did take a point of strength damage. Uh, but he is, he did succeed at least. So I think the crit, though, since it's. It's not slap. I think it's just I'm unconscious until I die. Yes. Uh, Or wake up. The next time that you have to roll, you die. Uh, If your strength is broken while you're cold, you die the next time you have to roll. Uh, You keep rolling endurance at the same interval, which means a quarter day. Um, Yeah, that's rough. Uh, What can we do about this? You can get him. You already had him in the the shelter uh, by the horses. Um, unfortunately, it's just a makeshift shelter. It counts like having a tent outside on the plains. Uh, so it's not. It's bypassed by the adequate protection here. So you're going to have to find a way to really warm him up, uh, whether it's taking him on land or. Uh, starting a bigger fire. You can only have so much fire on a ship with the the round cooking stone, uh, and it would burn some extra fuel, but it is a possibility. Um, Or you would have to try some magical options. I'm going to reach into my pack, and you tell me if this would work, but I think it it makes sense. I was waiting for you to say it. Reach into my pack, begrudgingly, but it is Bacho. He would do anything for Bacho. Even give up. Onyx Passion, which while it does not protect against the cold, it does emanate a very uh, significant heat uh, to the point where if you if you touch it without protection, it will it will uh, it will hurt you. So, is it possible we could fashion some sort of heater, perhaps with the um, with some kitchen equipment in the the Onyx Passion, kind of create our own little furnace of a sort? Is that possible? Uh, yes, absolutely. So if you get Mirren and Bacho together and you uh, get Onyx Passion as close as possible to them, uh, you might have a a shield boss that you you put it on and a few shields to direct the heat as well. Uh, You can create a little portable heater and something about this cold almost seems to make the coal burn even hotter. Like the colder it is outside, the hotter the coal burns. So, spending a quarter day this way, the two of them will warm up. Uh, That doesn't really help you with being broken, though. Uh, But we're resting now, so that would help as well. Mirren, you said you were broken from what stat? Strength as well? Strength as well. I essentially failed uh, my endurance roll by rolling all ones. So, uh... Both of you, give me a quick description about how the strength being sapped from your body affects you. Does it uh, take a toll on you uh, 
for your morale uh, along with the physical part or do you just start collapsing and shivering trying to get warm yeah i think bacho is just is just back there with the horses and just loses consciousness i mean the cold the cold finally takes him down he just drifts away Mirren is probably on the upper deck trying to get some ingredients closer to the cooking fire and she'll turn around at the wrong time and Isla is just there and all the heat and strength just goes and she's down. Zaldrin. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, so I was going to say, at this point, could, could Gunk like drag Mirren? I'm sorry, Carrie. Like a hero, Mirin, uh, with his deceptively ripped chest and arms, uh, to uh, to where Bacho is and make sure and see if Zaldrin can get Bacho and like take the cooking fire or take whatever devices we can to create like create a spot for the two of them and any of the other yes. people who might have also suffered this as well. Absolutely, and the the sailors that haven't suffered too much from the cold are very happy to help with this. Uh, they're impressed gunk that you even have an item like this again you uh are earning the respect even more uh by showing that you are prepared for this um there are several sailors that are very cold as well uh fortunately none of them have succumbed uh so there's a group of you that are all huddled together uh near the cooking fire along with annex passion kind of on the opposite side so you're getting heat from both sides here uh in your huddled together as best you can to let the body warmth uh, warm you as well, the body heat. Zaldrin, what does this evening look like for you? It's so cold to be out of this shelter. How do you deal with being so contained in a tight space with so many people? So Zaldrin is trying to maintain some movement. And Zaltron is not a small uh, person on this boat by any stretch, but she is the middle-aged orc doing calisthenics in the corner. <laughs> like she's just like doing stretches and like jogging in place and jumping the body jacks. weight exercises. <laughs> just like all of the things that just get blood flowing. That's just what she's doing. And so to the annoyance of people that are trying to like sleep this off, you just hear like orc feet just making contact with like the wood floor of the boat um, in just a rhythm that doesn't allow, like it's not even like white noise consistent because she like changes it up and then does something else and then changes it up. And, and she's just doing all of the like full on like grunting along with it. Um, and that's her kind of like way that she's keeping warm is just trying to just keep all that going, keep all that going. And while she's doing it, she's trying to keep kind of a little, um, not quite a song going, but sort of there's something that she's sort of humming um, as she does it. Um, it's just very awkward <laughs> looking while she's doing all of these things, just trying desperately to keep warm. Fantastic. Uh, the sailors are so cold and tired and scared that they don't even really notice the humming. Uh, Zaldrin might be a bit self-conscious about it, but they're all so wrapped up in surviving 
that it's completely an afterthought. Gunk, you're at anchor right now, so you don't have to be out in the cold. You don't have to be navigating. And as a scrayling, you're used to a lot of people in close quarters. What are you doing during this time, and how is it affecting you? Gunk? Uh... Gunk would like to attend to Bacho and Mirren. He would like to uh, play nurse, play doctor. He, uh, they are broken. They, they are, uh, it's not just, they're not just cold, like which is the state that this, uh, this onyx passion is, is helping, but they're also broken by the cold. So I like to think that Gunk is, is constantly giving them, trying to feed them, you know, hot broth, hot water, uh, attending to perhaps uh, sort of uh, any sort of uh, burn marks, uh, like uh, like like frostburn or something like that on him, uh, ensuring, you know, even giving over his own blanket if necessary. Um, so he basically, I want to try to roll healing on them to see if I can unbreak them so that they can start recovering. Yeah, uh, absolutely, okay. absolutely. All right. It is sadly not my best, but I do have a point in it, and I am going to roll the lolly die. So it's going, it's a guarantee. Uh, get plus one because the sailors are helping you here. Hey, no, back off. I can do this myself. No, okay. <laughs> okay, minus one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Bacho. Uh, that is, uh, that is one success. So that is uh, on the nice. lolly die, of course. Of course. Uh, <laughs> <success>. Of course. <laughs> Uh, okay, so he is not no longer broken. Uh, so he's uh, got one point then, left, and then uh, he'll tend to Mirren. Uh, he'll come over and uh, same same deal. Uh, maybe even at times taking like the blacksmith's gloves and and, and just just holding the uh, the on expression even closer, just to kind of accelerate some of these. Oh crap! That is not good. I will push, uh, knowing that I am going to be taking an empathy damage for sure. Okay. Okay, that is a success. However, I take two points of empathy damage as I rolled another one, but success. Okay. All right. Uh, So both of you are unbroken. You're still bitter cold, just frozen to the core, but you're warming up. You can finally feel some heat coming back to you. Morale on the ship is at an all-time low. There's a lot of supernatural occurrences and sailors are incredibly superstitious as is and now it's so cold and they know it'll only get colder if it's this rough right now how is it going to get any better not only that but with mirin recovering all they have is broth to eat uh it's very poor food uh, it, it's enough to keep you a little warm uh it's warm in the belly but it doesn't taste good uh, it's really just boiled water. So that does not help either. But the evening passes uneventfully and you start heading into a sleep. Does one of you want to keep watch? There will be sailors keeping watch as well. Sure. I don't know that we... Oh, Zeldrin no. is going to... I was going to say, I don't know that we can afford to, but yeah. Zeldrin, yeah, no. really- that'll mean that you'll have to rest the next quarter day in the morning. I'm okay. Okay. Famous last words, but I'm okay. (laughs) All right. Night falls. It was already dark. You feel like it's time to go to sleep. You know that you're exhausted from pushing through this journey. 
and sleep takes you, but you almost feel as if you're not actually asleep at all. In fact, Mirren, as soon as your eyes close, you you feel like you awake again. And you hear the sound of a reaver horn blasting. And you realize that you're in the planks underneath the steering platform, hiding. Reavers are attacking the ship. You can hear sailors dying. You hear Gunk scream as you know an axe sinks into him. Yes, just like that. <laughs> and you are hiding, trying to survive. You've left your friends to die. And while you're in this darkness, you hear Isla again. You were hearing her when you're cold. You hear her again. She begins speaking to you. Mirren, are you leaving them to die? Nothing is happening. This isn't real. This isn't real. You're not here, but you are, but you're not. No, no, no. Mirren, do you remember the story of Conwall's pen penance? Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Why don't you tell me a story, Isla? We'll sit by the fire like we used to and share. Conwall, he's the god of healing. And, well, if you remember Gwenael, the goddess of Gwenot. Yeah. She was envious of Brita being Malin, Malin's favorite, the Earth Mother's favorite. Yeah. And in her bitterness, Gwenael lay on a sword, and then she crawled to her brother Conwall, Asking him for his healing powers, which of course he provided. You remember this, right? Uh, yeah. When Conwall questioned who attacked her, Gwenael accused Brita, her own sister. And Brita was beheaded for the assault. And yet her head continued crying after her death. When the truth of the matter was discovered, Gwenael had already fled. So Conwall was made to pay penance for his part. And the hand that he used to heal Gwenael was cut off. Are, are yeah, so, uh, are you, are you asking for my hand? How will you pay your penance? Okay, um, well, look, Gunk's dead body is just over there, and... And you're here, and uh, I'm sure Zaldrin and Bacho are close, but... As I... you say that, you hear Zaldrin cry out and the sound of metal piercing flesh. She's okay, she's okay, she's okay, she's okay. I, I... Uh, Isla, what would you accept as penance? Mirren, if you're going to pay your penance, you must do so at the feet of the mother and the father. Oh. I'm sorry, I'm a coward. I can I can find this. I can do this, maybe. The mother and the father. Okay, okay. 
And okay, uh, Isla, Isla, will you still be there when I open my eyes? No reply. Mirren like peeks out from her hands to to look around to see if anything is still the same. You look and you don't see Isla. However, a shadow falls across uh, the cracks in the planks and a massive body thuds onto the planks above you. You hear Bacho cry out in pain and then you hear another axe silence that cry and blood begins dripping down upon you. Oh, gotta be quiet. Gotta be quiet. It's gonna be over soon again. And that is where we fade to black on you. Bacho. Mm. You also have quite the night. You fall asleep only to find yourself immediately awaken in a camp on land uh, as if you've been traveling for some time. It's cold, but it's not the darkness. And there's the morning light, a little bit of ash falling, but the fire is still going strong in the center of the camp. There are five bedrolls around this fire. As you get up, though, you see immediately to your left, Zaldrin uh, lying in the bedroll, oddly uh, still. You see her skin is much more pale than it should be. And then you look a little closer and you see that there is a pool of blood soaking her entire bedroll. What are you doing? Mm. Bacho's head whips around, nose up, trying to scent anything that is not of the pack as he looks for gunk. He slowly stalks over to Zaldrin and puts his the claws of his finger against her nose and mouth to see if he can feel any breath. It doesn't take long to find Gunk. He's just one more bedroll over. And when you immediately scanned, it was as if you didn't see him, but now that you're looking for him, he's right there. You look for Mirren, and she's one bedroll over as well. They are both deadly pale. All three of them have just a massive gash across the throat as if it was sliced by a knife. You feel for any sort of breath or warmth coming from them, and they are ice cold as if they've been dead for some hours. Looking about, you see that there is one empty bedroll of the five with no trace of who was in it. You seem to remember Wofford being with you. And now he's not. Bacho go, falls upon his bedroll, on Wolford's bedroll, and forces it into his into his nose, drinking deep of Wolford's scent so he can try to find him on the wind. You easily catch the scent. You've traveled with him for so long. It's a strange scent now because it's mixed with the iron, metallic smell of blood. Bacho you looks look out up, a howl. You howl 
And then as you look back around, you see that Zen is also missing. Uh, and you see tracks leading away. Looking one more time at your companions, you also notice that their belongings appear to have been rummaged through. Sifting through their bags, you find that all the artifacts and the tablets are gone. And you remain by yourself. Bacho immediately begins to lope after uh, after Woford and Vin on their trail, almost to the point where he's dropping to all fours and racing across the ice, screaming in rage. His eyes, just tears turning to ice as they come out of his eyes. Screaming mm-hmm. against the fact that he knew he should have taken Wolfer's throat the moment he saw him. You push through miles and miles. It feels like hours in this sort of dream state where time really doesn't have any meaning. You go and you go and it feels as if with every stride you lose a bit of strength until you're just pulling yourself across the ground because you can't run anymore and you feel cold, bitter, bitter cold. And you know that you're going to die without being able to save your pack. Mm. We're going to cut to black here. Gunk. When you fall asleep, you awaken as well. And you are on the ship. Uh, Everything seems perfectly fine. However, you pull out the puzzle box just for something to do, something to play with, and you solve it. Somehow it just clicks and it opens up. It just falls flat in front of you. And it reveals a skaten worm that immediately shoots out towards you and rushes down your throat, choking you. Your companions come up to you. Zaldrin, she pushes you to the ground with her spear and simply says... You always make things worse. You're still choking. Tears are streaming from the lack of air. Mirren doesn't even talk to you. She just laughs at you and walks away with Zaldrin. The next scrailing will be much more fun. Bacho comes up to you. He kneels down, looks you in the eyes, and says, the pack will be stronger without you. And then he just picks you up and throws you off the ship as it continues sailing away. And with that icy cold water hitting you, you awake in the morning. Mirren and Bacho, you awaken as well. But before, we're going to cut back to Zaldrin. Zaldrin, I need an endurance roll for the cold here. Okay. And I still get a plus one for this, right? Uh, Yes, for the first. Okay. Oops. 
Uh, one success. One success. Zaldrin, you're not immune from these dreams. You're awake, you're conscious, but you fall into a sort of trance, a sort of daydream. You are going to a happier time. You're riding Ven across an icy plain, just completely free, nothing around you. But then it changes. The world gets darker. You start feeling a sense of dread. You look back to see a large pack of wolves that are bounding after you. You push Ven on faster. The cold air burns your eyes as you're racing, but Ven's endurance is running out. She only has so much strength. You can feel her breath shortening, foam dripping from her mouth. And the largest of the wolves is now beside you, easily overtaking Ven. You look over and you see it's Bacho. And he flashes you a wicked, bloodthirsty grin, but his mouth is different. It's circular, with rows of concentric teeth. And he lunges at Ven's throat. You hear a sharp whinny before both of you fall into a cloud of ash and snow. And you come out of this trance, this sort of daydream. The same time the other three are waking up. You all wake up at the same time, and you have a stinging pain in your body. A physical pain, a very sharp pain. Gunk, yours is on your chest. Zaldrin and Bacho, you both feel it on your back. And Mirren, yours is on the back of your neck. Mirren, you can reach it fast enough because you're not in layers of fur. You pull your hand back, and there's blood been stung we've been stung like the prophecy we are what are you all doing bacho howls awake and he lunges for gunk and he folds him in his arms and i for the first time you really see bacho is just just tears are flooding out of his eyes and he's he's holding gunk close against his body he's rocking he's like i I won't let Wilford take you or the pack. We'll be safe. And then he Gunk. gently puts Gunk down and looks for Wilford. Gunk will be like, don't throw me. Do not throw me. I don't want to go in the water again. I won't let him hurt you. I promise. Wilford? Wilford no. is asleep just a, a few uh, planks away. Uh, it's a very small ship, so you could reach him quickly. Bon Bacho lunges, grabs him by either ear, and bodily lifts him up by his ears so his face is e equal with Bacho's. What? Bacho, what I do? No, no, wait, wait. It was not Wolfert. Bacho, you mm. throw me in the water, not not Wolfert. It was you. I didn't do anything. I was sleeping. Bacho tosses Wolford aside. He's like, I would never. Oh, sorry, Wolford. I, I would never hurt you, Gunk. And Zaldrin is going to go over to Bacho, sort of in the space that Wolford had been filling. Zaldrin will come over and just stand to Bacho. And you would never hurt Ven, would you? No, no. You told me that that the the walking meat was never to be touched, and I would never go against your will, Zaldrin. 
And she'll kind of look at everyone else and say, our dreams seem to be telling us stories that have not happened because Bacho would not eat Ven, right? Never. Ven is, Ven is part of the pack. Even in death, I would only take Ven's heart, just as I would only take your heart in death. I also see your mouth only has one row of teeth, so that is also oh. different from the dream that I was mm. just having. Not that I was asleep, I was still on watch, but the mind wanders in places such as these. And now we all bleed. There's something else going on here. We need to leave this cursed cove and shore behind and make our way. What is that? What is Gunk's pain? Your chest, your front torso. Do I feel anything in my teeth or my mouth? Like a... Like a dryness or no. a pain or blood or anything? No, it seems normal. Uh, is, it It's dry from the air, but that's right. about it. Is it, uh, when you say chest, is it like, is it is it like top of the chest, like at the nape of the neck, or is it like uh, underneath my... You can start taking clothing off to look at it if you want. It, it's uh, really right over your sternum. Oh, yeah, so Gunk will do that, and you'll see the ripped chest, of course. Uh, and then he will he, he will look to see if there is any wound of any kind. You pull back your clothing uh, to reveal three concentric circles of puncture wounds, perfectly circled around each other. Gunk will take a knife and plunge it into the middle of where that thing was, just in case. Just to see if 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 it if it like, plunge well, it into your chest. Well, I'm trying to understand. Like I, I've always had I've always had confusion over what those things mean. Does it mean like they're burrowing in us, or does it mean they just like bit us? This looks as if it bit you. Uh, okay. It doesn't look like it burrowed inside you. Okay. Does there? Is there anything on... What about my clothes, though? Do my clothes show, like, there damage? There was no wound in your clothes at all, or no damage to your clothes. Okay. Uh, the the pain that you feel right now seems to be kind of shallow. It's not deep. Like, it doesn't go through your chest. It, it's like a surface wound. So, uh, gunk can automatically sense magic. Like, so is mm -hmm. there magic at work? Was there magic at work when we fell asleep? 100%. There was a very primal, dark magic happening. And as you're even suspecting that, you hear a sh sailor that was on watch. The lights. There's lights to the south. And he sounds defeated as he says that. What has happened to us, Gunk? We have we have suffered some sort of magical attack. I am not sure. What what kind of lights do you see? And Gunk will rush up to the to the deck. Uh, you get out from under the tent, the way. and you look to the south, and you can't miss it. The clouds of ash seem to be glowing. The colors are astonishing. They shift between red, green, blue, purple, and you almost think that you can hear ethereal tones that shift with the movement of the light. 
A few sailors curse. Some of them spit to ward off evil. One of them comes up to you. Ava, a woman sailor from Terran. The stories say that these are the dream spells of the first ones. It's how they weave corruption into the world during their slumber. It's never a good sign to see these. Do the stories say what accompanies this, or is it just more superstition? The, the stories say this is how the, the beasts are unleashed upon the world. Uh, I, I don't know if they're just stories or not, but... You're saying no those beasts coming out of those lights? No, this is just... This is how they corrupt the world. Oh, they grow more powerful in the darkness. Their evil is more pervasive. Is there anything you can do about it right now? I can't control light. Then quit wallowing, pull up the anchor, and let this move. What are the rest of you doing? Bacho is, star is, is starting a very methodical search of the entire ship to try to find this worm that obviously bit all of us. Give me a scouting roll. Okay. So we got our full rest, right? Yes, you did get your full rest. It wasn't restful, but you did get your full rest. Okay. Uh, except for Zaldrin. Uh, she stayed awake most of it. Sorry. I'm good. Okay, I'm going to push it. Three successes. Three successes. You scour the ship. There is no sign of any sort of worm whatsoever. And from the size of the bite mark, yours is on your back, but you can look at Gunks and Mirins. Uh, hers is on the back of her neck. Uh, if Zaldrin shows you the one on her back, you can see it's a good size. Whatever uh, creature would have left that mark uh, would not be able to easily hide. The other strange thing is that the sailors around you don't seem to understand why you're searching the ship. None of them had any sort of dream like you did. Woford didn't either. And he's he's actually stopping each sailor and telling them to show 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 me your throat. Open your mouth they, as wide as you can. They're too tired to really argue. They think it's strange and they might mutter a few things, but each one will show you and there's nothing in their throat. They've got their tongues. Gunk, I can't find any sign of the thing that attacked us. And none of the other sailors were marked, not even Woford. Whatever it is, it's targeting us. Is it? Hmm. Is it perhaps? I see. I see nothing on my clothes. I just see the marks. And all of you are the marks as well. Mm. We were covered mm. in furs. We were covered in clothes. We were covered and covered in layers. And yet somehow none of those layers were punctured by the teeth of this thing. It's just the... Just the sheer skin of it all. Mirren. Mm. As Gunk is talking, you're looking his general direction. You're the first one to notice this. It looks as if he's bleeding quite heavily. There's a pool of blood on the floor underneath him. 
very dark blood though it doesn't look like his blood now that you're looking at it closer it it's a much darker shade of crimson and much thicker as well I, gunk gunk you're bleeding gunk below what? you there's what? there's what? so much Did blood these... where's all the blood coming from gunk will start as you start off again yeah everything looking for it you, Modesty, you go through yeah uh the the back of your uh, furs are soaked, but you were wearing so many that you couldn't necessarily feel uh, this liquid coming down. You go through your pack. It's all over the inside of your pack. And then you pull out the puzzle box. Oh. Uh, and from every seam in this puzzle box where it would twist and turn, there is just blood oozing out. Gunk will think back to the, uh, to the dream. See if he can remember the uh, the process that he used to uh, to solve it in his dream, and see if he can reproduce it, holding it a decent way away from his face as he does so. Zaldrin, we haven't heard from you yet. What are you doing? Uh, Zaldrin was going to try to see if she could do any kind of healing with anyone in the group, like if anyone's still down and needs some. Uh, I believe healing can only happen when they're broken, and they shouldn't be broken anymore, correct? Okay. Yeah, no, so you shouldn't have to worry too much about that. Yeah. Okay. Um, in that case, then, I would say that she hmm, is just going to be... Because Bacho was kind of focused on the other sailors, so she's going to be focused more on, like, the physical ship. Um and like the outside, like obviously she can't see far like Gunken, but just kind of like the boat and any, um, you know, markings up the side. Cause we kind of talked earlier about the uh, um, drowned dead joining the living and not like climbing yeah. up the boat. Uh, give me a scouting role as well. Uh, okay. Bacho did search most of the ship. Uh, so this is, you're going to be looking over a lot of what he looked at, but it doesn't hurt to have two people looking. While you're searching, you're just hearing Mirren mutter to herself, the agony of those stung will be such that the people will long to die. Long to die. So we're longing to die? Are we longing to die? Hmm. No, Mirren, we're not. We don't want to die. Right? Oh, Zaldrin, yeah. No, no, yes. We're cheerful. We're cheerful. Let me start getting breakfast ready. Um, You should make sure you have a nap today. Uh, Yes, I will. I will. Maybe. I will. Um, you should. You two should. successes. Yes. Two successes. Uh, you're scouring the ship as well. And you see no sign of any of these sorts of creatures. Uh, the sailors themselves are uh, trying to pull up anchor, uh, getting ready to continue on, getting the oars ready, uh, getting uh, breakfast broth going, uh, preparing to move. Gunk, you're trying to fix this puzzle box the same way that you did it in your dream, but the dream was foggy now. You can't quite remember it. It just seemed to work better before, and it's just not clicking for you. And as you all are searching the ship, messing with the puzzle box, you hear that bestial sound that you heard just the other day. And the ship rocks as a massive 
force pushes it from directly underneath. Gunk, you were able to look out in the water. You didn't see anything coming. This must have been from deep below. And with a massive splash, you see those two sea serpents are beginning to coil and surround the ship. Um, so that's real initiative. Mm, that's ugly. Oh, goodness. Man. As the ship lurches, several sailors cry out. You hear one say, Sedraka! Another one, Sea Dragon! These sailors, uh, I have in the blue tokens here, so you can easily see who they are, uh, not get confused with your own tokens. Uh, I'm going to take a page from Jeff's book here, and on your turn, you can use any sailor to give yourself a plus one to an action. Uh, just flavor how they're helping you uh, and uh, take that bonus because I don't want a real TPK. I just want like three of you to die. Um, that'd be good. Well, one one person to tell the, the story. Poll is Wolford, uh, <laughs> Wolford is in there. How's the poll looking? 18 oh, to 3, no. 18, okay. I guess we're not doing <laughs> a TPK. The, uh, the internet has decided. <laughs> I haven't even voted too, which is funny. <laughs> I haven't either. Well, I should vote. There, I voted. 18 to 4. <laughs> All right. Uh, does anyone want to change initiative? Hey, Wolford didn't uh, is on the initiative tracker there. Uh, Wolford is going to count like the rest of the crew where you can use him okay. for a plus one. Okay. It's probably more useful than he would be otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's true. Uh, no one trading initiative. Okay, let's get started. Zaldrin, uh, these two creatures are circling around the ship in a serpentine swim. Uh, you have the, the large token there, but in actuality, the, the size is stretched. Uh, they're longer than the ship is. Uh, most of it's underwater. What's out of the water is where that token is. One of them seems to be much more sizable than the other as well. What are you doing? Okay, so this is not something that I do very often, but I do have a throwing spear. So I am going to... Uh, looking at Spear Fighter again. Um, okay, I'm going to do this as a rank 3 Spear Fighter. Uh, you can add a D8 artifact die. So that is what I'm going to do with that. So that is a three dice for agility and two for marksman and two for the spear and an artifact type. So let's see if this handful of dice that I'm rolling here. Wow. Good night. Um, that is one success on my holiday die because that's how that goes. Ooh. All and, right. Uh, three other ones, so that is not going to be any uh, pushing happening with that. Okay. Um, these creatures, they have a head that looks as if it could be carved out of wood. It, it's definitely biological, but it looks very similar to the, the head on the prow of the ship. And fortunately for you, it doesn't seem as if the armor is extremely tough on them. 
Uh, it's a lot softer, like fish scales. It does provide some protection, but it's not going to be extremely thick. Um, your attack strikes and it does hit. I'm going to roll the armor rating here. My luck holds true. Uh, you are doing damage. Uh, that was one success, you said, right? Yeah, that is correct. One success. Um, a seven on an artifact die isn't anything. It's got to be like the no, it's a number, plus right? two. It, no, it, yeah, seven is two successes, I think. Oh. Uh, seven is one success. One success. Eight one is success. two successes. Yep. Okay, so sorry. Then I did get two successes. Sorry about that. Okay, so you're yeah. doing two damage. Uh, your spear lodges in uh, just behind the head and the neck. Uh, it doesn't even really seem to notice. You definitely did damage. It went in, but with a quick thrash, uh, it snaps off against the boat, and the creature continues swimming around. Do you want to move on your turn as a fast action? I mean, that's the only thing I'm going to be able to do from range. So, no. I'm going to stay put this time. Next time I will okay. move and attack, but no, I'm going to stay in the middle. I'm like, I'm going to go up to the edge. No, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to stay right where I am. <laughs> All right. Uh, you would be near right now, not quite arm's length. Uh, Mirren, you said you were next to her, so I'll say you're near as well. Uh, and that matters because this Sedraka, uh, it raises its head up uh, straight towards the sky and there's a vibration that emits from it, uh, and it blows out a cloud, uh, and the wind begins to pick up. It begins to circle around. It gets stronger, and snow begins to fall much stronger than it was before as it summons a blizzard that affects all within near range, uh, which will be Mirren and Zaldrin. Uh, eight base dice, weapon damage one. Hey, uh, is are they casting a spell? Uh, it does not say it's a spell. It just says it takes control of the elements and summons forth an intense blizzard. Okay. Would this uh, be called a physical I think it would attack? Be, uh, it would be a physical attack. It cannot be dodged. Uh, okay. I think it could count as a spell, actually. I'm trying to remember if this dodged, game has though. the counter spell action or not. I, for like the spell magic, I'm trying to hang on, I'm looking You're at it. Miran, so. what was your question? Oh, um, I can dodge because I'm a halfling, and physical attacks. As long as it's categorized as physical attacks, I use willpower and can can just like not. Okay. Even if it says the attack can't be dodged. Oh. It says this attack can't be dodged. All right. Well, then I guess I can't dodge it. All right. Uh, and it is uh, getting three successes, uh, which means it likely hits both of you. Weapon damage one uh, inflicts damage to agility, but you can make an armor roll. As the other one is going to on Bacho. The other one rises up out of the water and it fixes its frozen eyes on you. It just gazes directly at you with a, it, the eyes. There's a depth to them that's frightening, just a darkness in there, and it pierces you. You suffer a fear attack with eight base dice. 
which is... Ooh, I'm rolling hot tonight. Three successes. Uh, so I believe you have to make a counter roll. Is that... Uh, uh, insight? Fear attacks. Uh, oh, actually, fear attack is rolled each. Uh, each damage roll ca causes one point of damage to wits, but it does have a base damage of one. Uh, so I just got a success. You don't counter, I'm sorry. So you take one damage to wits. Uh, and that brings us to Gunk. Uh, okay. Did Mirren and Zaldrin, did you make your armor rolls? Yes. Uh, so I got one success on my armor. Um, does that mean I reduce the agility Reduce by or? one. Yes. Okay, so, so you would have taken one, and now it becomes zero. Okay. I Great. got one success as well. Okay. Uh, so your armor protects you from like the, the hail and the ice that's flying around. Uh, but it's hitting you very hard. It's just pummeling you. All right, Gunk, you are up. Remember, you can use a sailor for a plus one if you uh, can theme to it do, right. To do what? Talk talk bad about its mother? I, 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 there's nothing here. <laughs> there uh, you never know. I might be very sensitive about that. How does like literally like none of, like this is one of the frustrations I have with Forbidden Lands magic. None of none of the magic works against against uh, monsters. Uh, Bacha, how is Bacha looking on willpower? Uh, he has six. Okay, so he's got the plenty. Uh, does it, so does anybody, is anybody low on willpower that needs willpower or could use willpower for something? I, also I mean, you could, you could pump his willpower up and he could do a lot more damage okay. on his next hit. If that is the case, uh, I will... Aaron's salivating a little bit. Tapping <laughs> like Pacho would be. I will tap into Breed's Sorrow to get my free willpower for today. Basically to, to reduce, so I, I cast this for free. Uh, and then I will cast Transfer on Bacho as I reach out and I touch him on his back. And I will say to him, Kill this thing. Rip it from the earth, from the seas. And we shall feast on it tonight. Uh, mm. And uh, take four... four Four willpower. Just max yourself out. Nice. Bacho right. just howls. Gunk, did you want to move? Uh so yeah. Is so that blizzard, is it gone? Was it just like a one one time thing? It was a it one time thing, and it was only affecting their side of the boat. You could go to the center of the boat and not uh be within near. How can I get to can I get Yeah, I'll go to the center center there because I'm gonna eventually try to get to the mirror, and I think so. Yeah, let's let's do that. I'll move I'll move to the yeah. center at this point, uh kind of running I'm, over towards Mirren. For distance, I'm basically splitting the boat into thirds. To go to a different third will be about an action. Okay. All right. Uh Bacho. Okay, do your so thing, man. This thing is at near range? Uh or? near, yes. So okay. uh quick step will be arm's length. Uh just on the side of the boat will be arm's length. Okay, so he will uh, he will charge into uh, arm's length and swing his sword using his artifact dice. And uh, right as he's before he does it as a free action, he fills his snout with the scent of this thing to lock it in, and he's going to lock it in for four days or four bonus dice. Four bonus dice. That's the the key there 
that's huge against monsters with high HP. You get that every turn, right? Oh, yeah, until this one's dead. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight points of damage, and I will spend a willpower point to bypass his bypass armor. armor. That is huge. Uh, oh, boy. Describe how you're doing a massive hit to this. You're not killing it. It's not even halfway done, uh, but it, it's a solid blow. So he charges up <laughs> and he lunges off the side of the boat with his with his sword in a reverse grip, and he grabs the fringe of the thought of the side of this thing's head, and he just drives his sword like into the gill slits and just tears a huge chunk of its jaw out, and then falls back onto the onto the deck under firm see. Uh, yeah, you're going to like cut the ligaments of the jaw so it's kind of like hanging lopsided. And these monsters, uh, if you do a solid enough hit, the base damage of most of their attacks is decreased to one. Uh, so you have really uh, any sort of physical attack it's going to make is going to be very. Uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Hindered. All right, uh, that's your turn, Mirren. What are you doing? Uh, Mirin is going to draw her bow uh, because of fast shooter. Uh, that she'll be a, a ready weapon. Um, so I don't need to ready my weapon. And I am going to shoot it in the face and hope to hit. Uh, are you going to be able to use a sailor for a plus one somehow? Um, Do that the next time. Yeah, uh, I can. Uh, no, I I can't think of a way to really use them except for climb on top of them. And I uh, I think even I'm like being a distraction or something like that, uh, mm. a feint or anything, just a fun way to flavor it. You don't really have to sure. put a lot of logic into it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll kind of like use the uh do the little bee sting that you use with a rubber band with the uh quill uh with the string of the bow and uh make somebody fall over as a distraction <laughs> all like, right uh, fair enough plus one uh okay so that is two successes and i am going to then use I've got six willpower. Uh, I'm going to try. Okay. So remembering back to when she was practicing um, the day before where she was just shooting the center of that piece of paper over and over and over again, yeah. she is going to use uh, her third rank of path of the arrow, which allows uh, me to uh, pump in all six of my willpower, uh, which will increase the damage by one per willpower. Uh, you must state how many willpower you use before the opponent rolls for any armor. So yeah, you still get that. So I'll use all six, and then I've got two successes. Okay. Uh, you said you're bypassing armor, right? Uh, no, uh, that's a rank no. one, okay. so I don't I don't get that. No from worries. The same talent. Uh, so I'm going to roll armor then. Mm -hmm. Not a single six. Mm -hmm. uh, you said two successes, right? Two successes and six willpower. Oh boy. Uh, why don't you describe how you're injuring this thing as well? 
So there's that little eye hole right where maybe the um, armor of its face, uh, so it can see through, is broken up a little bit. And she just imagines that little piece of paper on top of it, and the arrow flies true and goes straight in. You hear a just guttural roar of pain, and it just starts thrashing wildly. Uh, continues sin uh, swimming around, uh, but that arrow pierced deep. It's definitely going to have trouble. Uh, did you want to move, Mirren? I won't run away anymore. I won't run away anymore. All right, that brings us back to Zaldrin, then. Okay, so now, um, if I move to the edge of the boat, would I be able to attack one of these with a long spear? You are muted. Oh, I muted myself instead of unmuting. Uh, just a quick movement to the side of the boat, you'll be within arm's reach. All right, uh, then that is what I will do, and I will... Um, Roll lots of dice. Seven, two, three. Hmm. One, two, three. Oh, goodness. I actually ran out of dice. One second. Running out of dice. Man, I've given you guys way too much XP. <laughs> <laughs> or I just didn't come prepared. That's more like what's happening here. Okay. Wow. Um that's one success. Uh I'm gonna reroll. Did you use a sailor? Yes. Okay. Two successes and one uh, damage to my strength. Okay. Uh, that's still a good hit. And uh, combined with the hit you got before, you're definitely uh, building up some damage. Uh, as it's spinning, uh, perhaps where that spear was before, you still see the head of it embedded in there. And you use your spear to just jam right in there. See an armor roll. Uh, no sixes, because uh, you know I don't need those. They're they're not that useful. Uh, so that's full damage. Uh, that was your move, your action. Uh, let's move on to the Sedraka. So these guys, uh, they're swimming so fast that they are circling the boat. And they can move two zones with one fast action here. Uh, so now each one is on the sides uh, around the middle of the boat here. And they are, the first one uh, is thrashing in the water, probably because of that arrow that went in its eye. Uh, just a massive force and large waves happening, um, all within short range, must make a move or might roll to stay on your feet, uh, which would be all of you then. So move or might to stay on your feet. Uh, we'll use so, might. Question: uh, Do they yeah. have to make rolls to leave engaged ranged with like Bacho and the and such? Uh, oh, that is a good question. I forgot monsters might have to do that. I have uh, no idea. I don't. I've never read the monster rules, so I don't know. I appreciate that question. 
That is a good question. Two. That is a good question. It's an excellent question. Combat. Um, they're so big, I didn't even think about that. But I don't see anything that says they wouldn't have to. Uh, yeah, I'm going to roll for it. To, what is that? It, it's not flee, but, uh. Have, yeah, they have to make a successful move check. Successful. To move, to move hmm. out of arm's length. All right. That is a success for the one. Now the second one. Not a success. All right, so the one by Bacho is staying put. Good call. Thank you for the reminder, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, but that first attack still goes off the waves. Uh, so everyone on the boat needs to make a move or might roll to stay on their feet. And success. as this guy is moving uh, forward here, he is thrashing about, and he actually breaks the mast of the ship. Uh, the it's nothing that couldn't be repaired with time, but his tail just swings up uh, and it just shatters and falls over. It's still sort of attached, but it's dragging in the water now. I got two successes uh, on my might. Success? Right. So two successes. Bacho also gets to attack. So if you fail, you move. So he doesn't. He does get to move. So oh, but uh, he gets the attack. So you're because you, you did, did you do like the retreat fast action? Is that what you're doing? So basically, uh, to yeah. yeah, yes, I think okay. so. So if that's the case, then you move, but Bacio gets a free attack against you, uh, slash stab or punch uh, that doesn't count towards their actions in the round in which you can't parry or dodge. And it brings him to the near range, so he actually would just be right there, anyways. I, I don't think he'd get his full two movement. <laughs> so, yeah, so Bacho gets an attack first. Okay. Can I push the attack? Thank you for looking here. that up, Jeff. Uh, any, it doesn't say it's not. It doesn't say it's not yeah. pushable. So it's any... It, okay. so. Possible by omission. Does more success matter for our uh, might or move? Uh, role? No, you just need one. Okay, I have one. Okay, um, seven points of damage. I did take one point oh. of damage to my sword, but I will spend one point of willpower to bypass its armor. Another solid blow. Uh, it's hit very hard. It's definitely looking injured. As it starts swimming away, you just you swing your sword down and you let it use its own momentum to just slice through. You're using all your strength to hold on to the sword as uh, it's being yanked away. You do a solid gash before you pull it free. And it is doing its attack. It gathers all its strength and swings its tail over its head at, against an opponent who suffers an attack with 14 base dice. Um, this is uh, arm's length, so it actually can't reach Bacho. So he's doing this attack against the boat. 
we do need the boat. He's going to sink our boat, and we're going to drown. It's kind of kind of important. Not, yeah. We we do we do night the way I like the boat. We're not going to. Can you believe on fourteen days? We're going to freeze to death before we drown. Good point. (laughs) On fourteen on fourteen dice, I only got one success. Uh, So that's frustrating. But I only needed one, and it's uh, it would be base damage two, but it's injured, so it's base damage one now. Uh, and it is just raking a lot of these ores. And that is its turn. Gunk, you are up. Okay. Uh, let's see. You um, have one near you and one okay. uh, at short range. Okay, so it's near? Yes, because it swam closer. Okay. If that is the case, I... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. I am going to. Um, I am just going to hit it with my staff. There's really nothing I can do otherwise. Unfortunately, uh, there's no. Uh, there's nothing to drain. Crossbow. Uh, crossbow is a slow action to reload. Oh, uh, so it's yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, so I'm going to just try to hit it with my uh, my staff instead and see how that goes. Um, All right, so fast action to get uh, arm's length, and then your attack. No, no, I'm going to do it for Oh, yeah, air. it's got reach. Yeah, good yes. call. I knew that. Uh, I was just testing you. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to see... I highly doubt shove the work on this guy, so I'm not going to bother... <laughs> I'm going to keep my reactive uh, action. Okay, so I'm just going to roll a straight-up attack then. So that is... All right. Use and use and use. Okay. And then I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to... There's a fellow right next to me. Uh, I'm going to be like... Uh, and I'm going to use... I'm going to use them, the sailor, uh, to, get a, to get an extra die. Uh... And I'm uh, I'm basically gonna try to get you know lock eyes with him so that as this thing's thrashing around like it's going to like I want him to get its attention and as it gets as it kind of do- goes up to the sailor the sailor dodges beneath one of the shields on the side I'm going to try to conk it on its uh, just conk it right in the eyes just right in the eyes. Uh, this is the one that's missing an eye as well. I'm going to hit the other eye. That is what I'm going yeah. to do. Uh, so I've got one success already, but I'm going to freaking push because that's more damage if I can get another success. Uh, and I got three total successes. I do get a one, but it's on the die from the sailor, so I don't take any damage. So that is three successes for a grand total of three damage. Uh, I will make my armor roll here, but don't worry. I've been rolling duds all night. Uh, one success. All right, so that's two damage on this guy. Still a good hit. Uh, and with the timing of it, the the sailor who's scared out of his wits just pops up and just screams more out of fright than to really try and distract it, but it does its job. And you swing that staff on the other eye and you, you feel the soft squishiness underneath. Your staff bounces off. You don't really think you took the eye out, but you definitely heard it. I'll scream to it the sailor. It. You think this is my first time fighting a creature such as this? You are fine. Gunk is here. 
you might see a wet puddle underneath him, but uh, he does believe you. Probably because there's a bunch of oceans sploshing on the, the, the Yes, that's exactly it. Uh, Bacho, you're up. Bacho lets out a howl and with his slow action will charge. And he's going to get an extra die for Woford there because what he does is he charges and he leaps and lands on Woford's shoulders and uses that as he's driving Woford into the ground as it's still extra springboard to leap up and slash against this thing. Wolford's either going to come out stacked like a barbarian or just like snapped in half. <laughs> I got a, I got an eight on my art. I know what I'd do. Eight, that's two successes. Six. Nine, nine damage. Uh, and I will spend a willpower point to bypass its armor. All right. Nine damage. You are shredding through this thing. And... Uh, if it's not dead for my fast action, I will faint against this thing. So I'll pull back and move. So we switch initiative cards for next round. Ooh, nice. Uh, it is not dead. Uh, so you're switching right now. All right. Uh, Mirren. Uh, I am going to pull another arrow, turn to face the one that's now moved behind me, uh, bang the sailor again for an additional dice, and uh, for the best. Uh, that is two successes of the agility. Um, and I'm going to push just to see if I can do more damage, even though I'm going to take some agility as well. Uh, that is one more. So three, uh, three damage on this one. If he uh, uh, failed the armor roll. So that's oh, all go. three damage going on there. You Excellent. guys are tearing through these things. I should have put a third in. Ooh, all right. Uh, fast action for you, Mirren. Uh, uh, no, I'm going to hold on to that for, well, you know, I might use that willpower that I just got and, uh, rank two path of the arrow. I've used up my actions during the round. I can spend a willpower to attack again immediately as long awesome. as I have prepared, but I have fast archer. So I'm just going to hit it again. Two attacks, one round. That's, that's fantastic. Uh, that is two successes, and I don't have... All right, night. Uh, uh, I'm not going to push this one because I don't want to damage my bow. All right. Uh, you guys are hurting me, so I'm going to start spending some GM dice. Uh, going to give myself a bonus die to this armor roll here. That's only one success. Uh, so you're still doing one damage. Okay. Uh, all right. Top of the round. Zaldrin. Okay. Am I in near with... Uh, you would still be near, yes. Yeah. So one move okay. to get arm's length. Okay. Then I am going to... Okay, so I do need to fast action to get into arm... Um, sorry. No, I have... 
my long spear can hit from near. Uh, yes. Okay. So I am staying put. Uh, and that is an eight on my D eight and an extra six. That's two successes. Three, three successes. successes. All right. Um, and so is that then? So the long spear does one damage. So that means it's three damage. Uh, one damage per success. So yes, okay. three damage here. Armor roll. And then can everybody do that spendable power to bypass, or is that just a no? That's thing? one of her talents. Oh, okay. Uh, one of their talents. Um, okay. However, I did uh, move him without you getting the chance for a second attack. So let me make that move roll right now. No successes. You, oh, no, I did. Made, I'm sorry. You did. You're you right. made the I move did. roll on that one. Yeah. I'm getting caught up in my own head. Thank you. Uh, did you want to do something with your fast action then, Seldrin? Uh, I moved to get in. No. Um, what do I want to do? I don't think there's anything that I want to do with my fast action. So I'm just going to take my spear. And again, I'm just going to kind of jam it at this thing and see what that does. How did his armor roll go? Uh, or its armor roll. He, he took uh, two damage from that attack. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, and it is his turn. Uh, no one is in arm's length anymore, so he can move freely. Um, however, he rolled sweeping attack, so he's going to do that first. All opponents within near, uh, distance suffer an attack with eight base dice. Uh, that's one success. Uh, so you guys can dodge this one. I'm going to try to dodge. Yes, very much. That's uh two success. All right, Mirren dodges. What kind of attack is it that he's doing? This is a a physical attack. Uh, he's swinging slash? its tail. Okay, what was it? Uh, blunt trauma. Okay, good. Because slashing, when you try to dodge a slash, you get bonuses. Yeah, I don't think this actually counts as a slash action. Uh, it's just a monster attack. One success. That's One is I'm enough. Pushing. I'm going to push. Okay. One success on the push. All right. All three of you successfully dodge uh, this massive tail swinging. However, the boat itself cannot dodge it. And it just takes out an entire side of oars here. Uh, it's getting to the point that even if you survive this attack, the boat will be drifting. But, oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to move. Uh, one, two. Uh, we got two of these Sedraka in the same uh, place now. And Bacho, it is your turn because you stole my initiative. So uh, Bacho with his fast action will uh will swing his weapon around to get a little extra momentum still leveraging woford's presence as a distraction uh and he is going to 
try to do some something I don't know, but, uh, Uh, only five successes, and I'm not going to push it because it would cause too much strength damage. Only five. You he gets poor, a, poor thing. Hey, this is what this is all he's built for is killing. But I'm and not. You're not bypassing armor. I'm not going to bypass the armor this time. Well, thank you for giving me that courtesy. I appreciate that, Aaron. Uh, I will spend another GM die on this. Uh, two successes. So that's pushed down to three. This guy but is I, hanging on by a thread. But I will use rank two of Path of the Blade now and spend a willpower point to immediately take another attack. Uh, Jeff, did I miss something? I saw the, the question. No, it's, 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 it's fine. You're good. Okay. Make that second attack. If, if you hit, he's going down. Well, if I don't hit with this many dice, the gods hate me. Or your name is Steven. That's true. That's a good thing. <laughs> oh, no. I rolled 14 dice and got one success. How bad is that? That's I, got an, I got an eight. I got an eight on the uh, on the artifact dice. That's two. Uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight points of damage. Armor rating three. He's not going to be able to uh, lock it all. Uh, describe how you're killing this thing. So the first strike of that attack goes in and cracks that, that corner of his jaw that he hit before, and it loosened it up. And then he reverses it and just pushes the blade up into the thing's brain through the roof of its mouth. And then pulls back and howls. Blood and salt water splashes everywhere. And you hear... Uh, howl in return from this living creature uh, a response to you killing its partner mate uh it starts thrashing about if you could see any visible emotion you would think that it's very angry at this not a good sign but, for bacho but <laughs> uh that brings us to gunk okay. we got one down uh, yeah, that's, that's all right. You know, uh, Gunk is the only one, uh, to, uh, well, no, that's not true. Actually, he didn't attack the first time. Uh, he is going to, uh, well, I'm going to try to get into near range with it. Uh, as I was, oh my God, what happened to my thing? I was in the middle of the ship. I'm going to try to get, uh, within near range of this creature. Is that uh, okay? Yeah, yeah, one, one fast action will get you there, for sure. Okay. Then I will uh, invigorate it by Bacho. I will turn to this sailor next to me. Do you see this? One is dead. The other will fall as well. Or it will run, putting its tail between its tail on its way back to its mother. Now kill it. And I am going to uh, get a dice from that one, and I'm going to try to bop it on the head. Bop, bop. Uh, Let's sit the uh, see. Uh, that is okay. You you're over here, and then this one, and then this one, and then the extra one. Okay. Uh, I will push because I got no ones, but also no sixes. Uh, and I got three sixes this time. 
uh, and I got another one. Every time these sailors are doing ones to me, what is that about? <laughs> uh, so that is going to be a total of 30 points of damage, I think. All right, I'm burning another GM die. I've been banking these for this very occasion, and I've been needing them for the armor roll You've here. been banking it for getting hit on the head for three damage from a little rat? <laughs> well, you did not plan this encounter strategically particularly well. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Like, <laughs> you're right, but you don't need to say it. <laughs> However, in your face, I got two successes there. Uh, so that's karma. Is it? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're it's the one not. who picked that's... this fight, not us. Oh, man. Oh. All right. We, were, we, we left them alone when we saw them. <laughs> uh, that was your fast action, your slow action. I'm all uh, brings done, us man. to Brings us to Mirren. Well, uh, Mirren is going to turn around again, face the new creature, uh, as the acknowledge that the over god of this world has been using dice, so we'll add a audience dice to her role as well, uh, just because she can, uh, and then shoot, because she can shoot it long. All right, what you got? I've got... Mm, um, Oh, God, I was going to push, but I think, uh, all right, she's, she is going to push. I have four ones that I'm going to push. Why? Uh, because I also only had one six. Um, <laughs> that was a bad decision. Uh, that <laughs> is still only one success. One success. All right, uh, I will not spend a GM die on the armor roll here, but I'm probably still going to fail, so don't worry. Mm, good luck. Oh, I got a success. All right. All right, then uh, I'm so going to... that use... arrow just bounces off the armor, and you're shooting again? I'm going to use uh, the willpower to... Uh, that is... Okay, so I get, get rid of those agility dice, <clears throat> and uh, I'm going to use the willpower that I just received to try and shoot it one more time. Oh, get rid of the audience dice. Uh, that is one success, and I'm going to push it again. Uh, that is three successes. Three. All right. I'll spend the GM die. I'm starting to run low now. One success. So I bump that down to two damage there. Mm. This guy's injured, but not nearly as much as the other one was. Well, the other one's dead, so that makes sense. Uh <laughs> That's both yeah. your actions. Uh, brings us to Zaldrin, top of the round again. All right. Well, we are going to uh, see if we can get this one to uh, meet the same fate as the other one. And she's going to take that spear back for another shot. Can she do that? Sorry, I actually need to look at the map. She needs to... Uh, can she even get in near range to do that? You're muted. Oh, I keep muting myself instead of unmuting. Uh, moving one would get you uh, to short range, and then you would need another move to get within near uh, because uh, it's on the far side of the bow right now. Uh, you have another throwing spear? Um, nah. <laughs> um, look at this something real quick. Um, 
So are other people in near range of me? Uh, even if you don't move, there will be people within near range. This is about where you're starting. Uh, okay. But there will so, be people on um, each part of the boat. I'm trying to see. So Path of Protection rank two says that I can spend a willpower point to immediately switch places with an ally engaged in battle. Your ally must be within near range. Obviously, I can't break the laws of physics. That counts as a fast action for me. So uh, is there any way in which I could use that? I think that would still well? only get you one uh, more because they have to be within near range of you. So you would have to use a fast action to get them and then one more. Um, I will say this. You are on a boat that's full of spears and harpoons. You absolutely could grab one and throw it. I will tell the sailor next to me, don't just stand there with that stupid harpoon in your hand. Give it to somebody that will actually use it. So I take and he tosses it at you. <laughs> throw it. All right, so throwing spear again is three and two and two and eight. Uh, is that right? Three, two, two, three. Okay. All right. Uh, one success. I'm going to push this. Do I want to push this? I will push this. As unwise as that may be, because I'm definitely taking one strength damage, but I'm going to do it anyway, because I want to kill this thing. Well, that was dumb. Uh, <laughs> did not get any oh, no. join me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right. I didn't get any additional ones though, so that's good. So uh, one I got one success on the armor roll. Uh, so yeah. unfortunately, uh, it's a long throw and you strike true, but it just bounces off. It just doesn't seem to find a purchase. Okay. All right. And it is the monster's turn, and he is going to do a crushing attack. He coils in the water, gathers all its strength, and swings itself up and over onto the boat trying to hit Bacho. It's reasonable. That's fair. Yep, yep, that, that's fair. <laughs> I don't suppose this is something I can try to dodge. Uh this is one you can dodge. <laughs> My god. Uh four successes. This is gonna be hard. Okay, I will use my free uh from fleet-footed, uh, my free uh, dodge to try to do this. Uh, dodge is is not my strongest suit, though. Okay, two successes. I'm going to go ahead and push it. I got three successes, but I took a point of agility damage. He had four successes, so that's yep. not quite enough to dodge. Uh, it's weapon damage two. And I'm going to say that you all get pushed back a little bit here as he is uh, thrashing on uh, the end of this boat here. I can and still that is its make my ar armor check, though, right? Uh, yes, you can. Okay. 
Three successes. Okay. Uh, however, crushing attack. I'm sorry. One second. Uh, you don't take damage, but you're hurled to the ground. Okay. Uh, if the attack hits, the victim's hurled to the ground. So it still hit, but you were able to shrug it off with the armor. Okay. But I am hurled to the ground. Yes. And it is okay. now your turn. You get thrown back by this creature. Uh, it's everything you can just did not be severely injured by this your furs and armor absorb most of the blow but you can't help but lose your footing especially as this boat is lurching from the weight of the creature okay so standing up that's a fast action right yes okay so I within arms reach arms length though okay i stand up i film my my nostrils with the scent of this creature, though it's not nearly as effective as before because I'm down to just two willpower points. So I'm going to use both of those, though, to lock in on this creature. And let's see here. That's three, four, six. And I will still use Woford to help me. Let's see what we can do. Uh, no, five, uh, five in total, but I'm not going to push it because I can't afford that much strength damage. Okay. I got three successes on my armor roll, guys. All right, so that is two uh, going through. Uh, and that's your turn, right? Yep. Uh, so that brings us to Gunk. Uh, okay, Gunk, uh, still within the air, I believe. Uh, well... Take his, uh, take his slow action to bop him, bop, bop this danger noodle with his danger stick. Um, I will once more turn to one of the sailors nearby and I'll say, now, now is the time to advance. Look at it. Look at the fear in its eyes. It is more afraid of us than it is of, of we all of, of it. Hit the turn thing, you fool. Um... So I'm going to get my bonus from that dude. Not that it'll, it'll end up getting nothing on that. Uh, so I get three from over here. Sorry. I don't know why I keep forgetting to just get these off to the side. All right. So here I go to save the day. Uh, that is three successes. I am not going to push. Uh, I'm going Great, to That's still pretty it. good. I'm going to pop it on the head for three points of damage again. Very consistent. Should I be worried that it's three sixes, though? That's like the third time <laughs> I've got to side of the beast. Enjoy it, because some of us are not so lucky. Uh, I will be spending a GM die on the armor rating here. Bow before gunk. Bunker <laughs> uh, two successes. Okay. Uh, so that bumps it down to one. This is coming down to the wire, guys. Uh, if you do just enough damage uh you'll get out of here right i'm gonna go ahead and faint though too i think uh oh you're right? gonna steal it yeah all right uh, i think i can do that yes it's, I ha you have to successfully hit it you have to be up close to it though oh uh, you can do it uh enemy at arm's length so if you can hit it you oh. can faint and there's I'm no dice i'm not i'm, I'm, yeah. I'm no no oh. or near if you or if your close combat weapon can reach that far which it can so i will faint and in there doing so, take its uh, thing so it will not go again before Bacho kills this thing. 
or Miran could yes. kill it, or Saldron could kill it. Basically, anyone's going to kill this thing. All right. Uh, oh, I did that wrong. Uh, that brings us to... Who does that bring us to? Initiatives mm. changing all over the place. Mirren. Mirren. Uh, Mirren. Yeah. It's my turn to try to shoot it with tiny little sticks. You pointy okay. ends. It looks like he gets to go again because you fainted. No, 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 no. No, 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 uh, it's my excuse turn me. I, I passed out. I didn't faint. Come on now. <laughs> uh, Mirren, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to continue to try to shoot it with my arrows. Uh, and if, um, I am going to push once more. Uh, da, da, da. Uh, that is one success. Okay. There we go. And then I will use uh, one of my willpowers to. Uh, did you do the armor roll? Uh, no, I thought you were adding something. Nope. I got two successes. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to use a willpower to try to shoot it again. Uh, one, six, and I'm going to push two sixes. Two sixes, armor roll coming in. I'm going to spend a GM die. Four, roll four, fail, fail this. <laughs> got two sixes. My luck is turning, y'all. Six, six, four, four. I just let me kill you. <laughs> All right, so these arrows, they're striking true, but something about the, the frenzy with its thrashing, uh, it's just, it's knocking the arrows out of the sky as it's moving. All right, Zaldrin, you're up. All right, I'm going to need to do the same thing or I'm just going to find a sailor that's holding something sharp. I should be like, give me that. You're not doing it right. They so are happy to keep feeding you with spears. Better this time because I pushed before, so I've only got two for that. And uh, two. And... Two and eight. And I'm going to take an audience. And yeah, okay. All right. Uh, it's plenty. Hopefully, plenty. What is this mess? Hopefully, your dice with lots of sixes. Uh, two you can never tell with Melissa. Sixes. Two sixes. Okay, that's good. Uh, I'm going to push because why not? There's an answer to that question. Don't don't say what the answer okay. is. <laughs> I'm going to push. <laughs> there we go. Three successes. Three successes. I'm using my last GM die here. I need it. You took one agility? Yeah. I got two successes again. Six, six, three, two. Guys, guys. 
I'm on fire. I've never been this way before. What's that cheating you're again? Just so excited <laughs> for you. We're so I, I've never rolled so good. Uh, that's one damage still. Uh, so the the spear scratches off a few of the scales, uh, causing some damage, and it's very injured. So it could get there pretty quick. Uh, brings us to Gunk. Gunk will once more turn to the sailor. And he will look at him with great seriousness and graveness in his face. And I will say to him, I have conquered the mind. I have conquered death. I will not be defeated by the likes of this creature. Now, fight! And I will swing again, using him as my, as my aid. That's two and... No, no one, so I'll push. Oops, that's out of the D-box. That's three sixes again. This is getting a little creepy now. <laughs> I really feel like uh, Gunk is the devil. Uh, three points of damage. It's the devil. I got a one on my <laughs> skill die, though, so no. No successes here. All right. Uh, he's still standing, but just barely. Uh, that was a good hit with your uh, staff. And that brings us to Bacho. So Bacho kicks out and kicks Woford in the back, sending him splattering against this thing's coils as a distraction. Uh, and can I take an audience dice as well? Sure thing. Let's see if we can't put this thing to bed. Aaron means business. Bad yeah. juju. Bad juju. Okay, I'm going to push it. He did a lot of counting, though. I'm sure he got some sixes. I took two points of strength damage, but I did 11 points of damage. Wow. Uh, describe you how you your armor. Like... You want to roll your armor? You, you might as uh, well roll your armor. I, I'm not going to roll the three dice, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to give you that pleasure. So um, as Woford bounces off this thing's scales, its head flares around, and Bacho sees a place where Mirren and, and Zaldrin and Gunk had been chipping away at the scales at the side of this thing's throat. And he just sticks his sword right through it. And as he does it, he forces it so hard that he tears some muscles in his shoulders. And he just rakes the blade out, cutting its throat open. This thing in its death throes is writhing and thrashing. And you hear it just give out one last howl before you're... Sword pierces the throat and the vocal cords uh, go still. And it just slumps down. Still on the boat, still weighing down the side. The boat is just tilting. It's taking on water. But that is where we're going to end the session tonight. Oh, Good job, guys. Thank you God, because I was once again, them. once again, down to one strength and getting ready to get broken in combat. <laughs> I have not a lot of agility left. Yeah. I, I lost one if... agility, one will, one wits, and three strength. 
if anything would give you a TPK, I thought it would be two massive uh, sea serpents. But who am I kidding? Uh, well, you guys did so much damage. Dude, nice you were close, though. You take you take out Bacho. It's it's TPK after that. Well, I'm gonna say if Gunk hadn't given Bacho that extra willpower, though, because the 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 first serpent that he was hitting, he had four extra dice on that every hit. I mean, that makes a huge difference. To be fair, though, Bacho did a lot of damage, but the rest of you did a lot of damage yeah, yeah. as well. Uh, it it really was pretty well spread out. I mean, really, though, now we have to go freeze. <laughs> so, like, yeah. it's just because we got out of this, it means we've got less to deal Maybe. with when we're freezing. Maybe they're really warm on the inside, and we just go yeah. inside. We make Fun our tons. own little. Maybe they float. You know, I mean, we've, we've seen take, take their scales. I mean, they they look like Meat? money to Bacho. I mean, those scales have got to be worth something. I can I mean, cast raise the dead on one of them. And uh, yeah, they that would be fantastic. Yeah, they, uh, they could tow the boat. <laughs> you know, they're falling apart, but you know, who cares when it's dead? You know, it could still swim, I'm sure. Into that far. <laughs> Us and our four half oars that we have left are oh, we're, Yeah, we're not moving. I don't, I think our boat trip is over. <laughs> uh, if it had gotten one more turn, that faint was crucial. If it had gotten one more turn, I would have said that it was actually sinking the boat. Uh, so that really did clinch it for you guys. Uh, let's do some shout outs. Uh, Aaron, what's going on with Garblag? So Garblag, um, this week, tomorrow at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we'll be returning to uh, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition, Shillings and Crossbones, as our pirate adventure on the Sea of Claws continues. And as my mad scryer continues to slip into insanity and embrace witchcraft. So. Join join us. It'll be fun. Yeah. Um, it sounded like a lot of fun when you were telling me about the character. Those are the ones that I love to play. So he, I definitely will have to check that out. He is a mad hatter. Um, and then I believe next Tuesday, Pete will be returning with some um, develop, uh, development stream. Um, and then after uh, UK Expo, uh, there's going to be some reshuffling of some shows. Oh, cool. Cool. Uh, Jeff, what do we got going on with Ollie Gaggers? Yeah, man. Uh, who are so, we reading? Uh, we're probably reading Perception Studio, I think. Uh, I think that's what I'm going to tee up here in a sec. Uh, but as for us, uh, on Friday, we are back to Conan. We'll, it'll be Aaron's turn to attempt to TPK the party. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, no, I'm just going to kill Steven. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. Uh, that and, is fair. Uh, dude, that character I'm has serious. it coming. I'm serious. I <laughs> defended you the whole time. I was right there. Oh, thanks, right buddy. there. I was mm -hmm. I was covering you the whole time. He did. I really did. He, I know you, you are the closest closest bond I have in that group. And I'm I'm also uh, Zamir is surprisingly competent. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, then uh, let's see. Saturday, we've got a new game. Uh, so we're taking a couple week break from one ring uh, as uh, long as out of town uh, or, or, or Floya or one of our doors. Uh, so instead, we're going to be doing some Twilight Imperium or Embers of the Imperium. It is a, a new Genesis supplement that just came out within the last month or two. Uh, so you can catch uh, Steven and Aaron's going to join us and Melissa. And uh, if you've ever watched Aaron and I on Thursdays on Garblag, Evan is going to pop into the game as well uh, for a couple weeks. Uh, so space opera stuff. If you don't know Twilight Imperium, big time board game, been around for a really long time. Uh, but if you're completely unfamiliar with it, space opera, Mass Effect like. Uh, so that's going to be the game for a couple weeks. 
Uh, no spoilers, then, but I'm very excited about my character for that game. I'm super hyped to play him. You're so squishy. It's ridiculous. I really am. You're so <laughs> squishy, man. Uh, not the starting not equipment Evan gave the me armor. Yeah. The starting equipment gave me armor, and I <laughs> literally can't, can't wear it. It's too heavy. <laughs> you have one run. That's oh, <laughs> oh, oh, so goodness. much fun. I'm very excited oh, about man. the space opera. It's going to be great. I'm so excited. Uh, and then Monday, we're going to be back to Holler for Savage Worlds, uh, and we will uh. hopefully finally make it to the Fayfall. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. And then back on Tuesday for more Forbidden Lands, where we're going to, where Stephen will get his TPK as we all uh, sink into the cold ocean and either die or freeze. That's Let's be honest. The yep. TPK will just come from the cold rolls. It'll be nothing that I do. It'll just be the random weather that kills you. You chose. I honestly thought, I honestly yeah, thought Bacha was dying was there. I was like, He's going to die. He's really going to he's going to die from the cold. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, you outplayed us from the start by just setting this in a cold place. There you go. That's it. You did that yeah. right there. So I was 3D chess. You know, I'm 12 moves ahead all the time. It may you're not make sense now, but you know, the Star Trek, line, it'll definitely the Star Trek chess. You're like moving them from yeah, one tier yeah. to the next. It's great. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's all we got. So thanks to everyone who hung out tonight. Thanks to those of you who threw out some bits and some and some gift subs. Congratulations again to Captain Karayan for winning uh, the Bitter Reach book. I'll reach out and we'll figure that out as soon as possible. Uh, but we're going to raid over to Perception Studio if you all want to follow that. Make sure that you check out the uh, the YouTube page, Adventures in Lollygagging. Look at our podcast. We have a bunch of different feeds out. Waking of Angmar, Adventures in Lollygagging, all that kind of good stuff. So uh, but that's it. Have a great rest of your night. Goodbye.